going to pop some bottles today. This is episode 43. And it's all about haunted wineries. Yes. Let me pull my wine glass out real quick. Hold oh, on. I, I know, right? Already. Wait, I didn't grab my glass of wine. Loser. I'm just, I'm just kidding, Andrea. I don't have one. I wish. I only have champagne and tequila. <laughs> Honestly, that's the most non-answer. <laughs> I've only had champagne, tequila. That's great. Those are two good, great things. I've, I have good, Cindy's engagement champagne bottle thing. Oh, that we stole back from mom. Yes, <laughs> I forgot to buy orange juice. What? Are those little like mom? gold things of champagne you know, bottles you gave your away? Wedding? Like your bridal yeah, shower at your or something. Bridal shower at Karen's. Remember? Girl, I'm like, better go get it's it. Hold on. A photo. Yeah, it's a photo of you and Chris and a little mini champagne airplane bottle. Mm. No, no idea. Oh, okay. oh my I god! I remember the airplane. Uh, I definitely do. I remember the little airplane champagne bottles I got you guys from when I asked you to be my bridesmaids. That one? No, negative. You got me. You you got us. Um, glasses like champagne glasses with our names when you but asked i also to got friends. you i yeah what? i got you your Look, also little no. bottles actually you know no this one's different though the one that we're referring to is from your bridal shower i have never seen that in my life that is so false dude it says 10 16 21 cindy chris and cindy a good picture of me though <laughs> of course <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't remember that. I don't even know. Mm. I want to pop it, but I don't Can you believe know that we are approaching our two-year wedding anniversary? Time flies. Damn. I was just I thinking earlier how it's weird, like, we're already, like, almost in October. Like, 2023 is almost over, but it feels like it just started last week. I know. Yeah. I this was basically really 2025. Fast. I know, right? It's so weird. Maybe because student loans restarted. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. No, don't. For y'all with student me. loans. No, oh. shut up. It's like, Crystal is paying his yeah, student loans. God damn it. <laughs> oh my God. I love him. He's the best. Oh, um, I was going to say, to all you boos out there tuning in. So Cindy and I just came back from Miami. Celebrating our cousin's daughter's quince. It was awesome. I know. It was so much fun. about you, Cindy? Yeah, I had the best time. I love, uh, I love going to Miami. You know, we used to go like four times a year growing up. <clears throat> and um, it was weird for me because, you know, being in Little Havana where uh, I, you know, spent the first five years of my life. Um walking down Guy Ocho and seeing all the tourists, like there was literal walking tours with like a person and a microphone and, what? and a whole group behind them. What? That's so weird. Uh, did, you didn't see oh, my no. story? No. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? We we're literally walking down Guy Ocho, like where like all the, um, you know, cafes used to be like it was like laundry mat cafe yeah. next to it yeah. then like a pharmacy you know next to that somewhere you know where you can buy jewelry like right shit like that normal. i literally ran down those side those sidewalks you know like chasing after abuelito or whatever and now it's filled with tourists 
Uh, you know, we're like, did, do you guys remember the McDonald's that had like the blue tiles and that like also like where all the old Cuban uh, men would go play dominoes at Domino Park? On kind of. Like right near uh, Tio Juan? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All of that is full of tourists. Like the, the old men are still there, but like there's walking tours and there's buses. For what though? Like, on what top they of even buses. See? I guess like to a lot of people, it's like the culture that they're into. You know what I mean? I get it. Like I remember <laughs> going back. Inside. <laughs> You'll see the old men playing dominoes. Oh, right, like dominoes, yes. you know. They're like, oh, the man that fled Cuba. The okay. Cubanos. No, not the Cubanos. But <laughs> actually, the tour guides were all, it was funny, but they're all Hispanic guys. Well, yeah, they have to like, be. Yeah. They oh, fucking really? live there. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. What but do you mean? let me tell you this. It was at one point, like our family, they don't even go to Gaiocho anymore, right? Um, but anyway, like at one point, the tours were so like bad, uh, like so much traffic and, and whatever, a lot of just people in the area uh, that they would actually stop by Lula's house to look at Prosciutto, the pig. And then she said that like, there'll be a bus of Asian people like taking pictures of Prosciutto and like the house and like, Oh, to your left is a typical uh, house in little Havana, Miami. La 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 la. Look, there's roosters and all of the big, big, Dude, what? That's so So crazy. She had to build the gate. No wonder. I had no idea about this. I was so shocked. I'm like, what? That's so. And again, like all this was is like haunted. Little Havana is haunted because of all like the gang um, activity from the 30s and 40s and shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Those were the ghosts that were in our family's house. But like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know what? What if we start our own tour and we'll call it Haunted Little Havana? Well, we got to live down there first. I mean, I can arrange that. Go, go look. Come down. <laughs> that just gave me an idea. I won't even bring it up to Chris because he'll fucking go so fast, so bad. <laughs> We're like walking down. So we walked from Lula's house to Gaiocho, right? And it's just a couple of blocks. And he was like, we don't get any of this over there. I'm like, yeah, because we're in like the fucking tropics, basically. And then like a bunch of like little lizards run run around. He's like, yeah. what? This is so different. I'm like, yeah, what, boy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, what, boy? Welcome home, what, boy? I cannot. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, it was, a, it was a good time. I bet. I love Miami so much. I know. I took videos, Andrea, for you of um, the street, like, where Lula lives. You know, because you know how we used to, like, we grew up there all the time, just yeah. playing. How was so sad. Good times. Well, yes. To move this podcast episode along, I am going to go ahead with the research. So, pause really quick. <laughs> so, you know how we asked Chris to come up with our episode name? Because... You know, I didn't want to just call it haunted wineries or whatever. So he's like, okay, I'm going to walk Lolo and think about it. Because I know he's really good. He came up with grapevines and ghostly vibes. Wait, that's so cute. Oh, I love that. I love how Chris is so dedicated. I know. (laughs) He's so fucking good with hashtags. And like when he does um, like the NFL draft, 
His fucking names are hilarious. So anyway, <laughs> but good. Okay, we're gonna use that. This is episode grapevines and ghostly vibes. Shout out to Chris. All right, so moving along, I'm gonna go ahead with my research topic now. So I chose to discuss two wineries today: the Buena Vista Winery and the Beringer Winery. I'm not good at these name pronunciations. Wait, which one? Buena Vista and Bering. In couch. Yes. Is it the Beringer? Beringer, maybe in in California. Yes, shut the fuck up. Napa Valley, and I, there's okay. There are reasons in why Napa I chose Valley? Napa Valley. That's what it's called. Okay, there are reasons where... why I chose these. Continue. Oh my god, that's where Chris proposed. Yeah, that's the re- okay. So I have two reasons. Obviously, the you just just what is it? You uh, told my one reason for the what is it? Beringer. 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 And uh, what is it? Napa? Napa? Napa. Napa Valley. Valley. I obviously know what I'm talking about. And the Buena Vista one, you guys will find out why I chose it in a little bit. So. Uh, okay. I'm so excited. Um, Just to shout out, I got my sources from the Seek's Ghost blog, the Sonoma, the Sonoma News website, and the Uncorked Wine Travel website. Okay. To start, the Buena Vista Winery is located in Sonoma, Sonom, oh my God, in Sonoma, California, and was built in 1857. The winery is poised on top of the hills overlooking San Pablo Bay. The founder, Augustan Harris Thie, was a self-proclaimed Count of Buena Vista, met his untimely death, In 1869, when he was killed by a crocodile in guess where? A crocodile? Mm Mm-hmm. In Miami? No, crocodile? No. In Nicaragua. Fuck you, I was going to say in Nicaragua. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. That's hilarious. Imagine. Not not hilarious. R.I.P. (laughs) So... He was visiting uh, Nicaragua, and he got killed by a croc, and his body was unfortunately never recovered, so I think he was eaten by the croc, actually. So, in Nicaragua, the, the crocs are the only crocs in the world that uh, live in non-salt water or in salt water. Uh-huh. What is it? Like, one of those, whatever. <gasps> I don't even know how to pronounce Napa Valley, so... How do you not know Napa? That's like the world's famous wine Because I don't location. give a damn. Okay. Okay, fine. But I said it but right it's now. literally wine country, Andrea. I don't give a motherfucking <laughs> fly ass rat. Bitch, you don't <laughs> drink wine? You don't drink wine? I got wine from the box. My Franzia, okay? I don't Oh care. my God, the tour of Franzia. <laughs> I'm ashamed, <laughs> you uncultured swine. I'm going to take you to Napa <laughs> when I get a job, when I get a job. I'm just kidding. I, don't, I haven't drank box wines in college, but it's fine. We get we get whatever wine is there. I don't really care, okay? There's actually a bomb box wine in Costco. Uh, it's Costco? like a black box. Costco? <laughs> what the fuck was that? It's the wine. <laughs> Already. Um, no, I'm joking. Um, it's Black Box. I forgot the, the name of it, but I recommend it. I want to post it. Okay. 
So to go on, um, so yes, he died in 1869. Then in, well, before I should say, before he passed in 1862, there were 20 Chinese migrant workers who were bottling, corking, and wiring champagne magnums deep inside the wine caves when an earthquake an earthquake um, triggered a cave-in. And unfortunately, due to the racism back then, no one attempted to rescue the workers. And it's said that the Sonoma leaders at the time were more concerned about rescuing the brandy that got trapped down there with them rather than the men. To this day, people claim to hear ghostly screams of someone yelling, help us, help us in Chinese. There have been sightings of apparitions holding flickering lanterns on the upper level of the tasting room at night. People hear loud and unexplainable noises coming from the cellars at random points throughout the night as well, and banging on the third floor of the building where the space has not been remodeled or renovated and it's actually considered an empty storage room. And one night, the entire cleaning crew witnessed an apparition of a man walking up the staircase in the tasting room and the crew quit that same night. So those are stories for Buena Vista Winery. I'm now going to move on to the Behringer White. What is it? Behringer? Behringer. Behringer oh, Winery. Sorry. Yeah, so I actually picked this one because I knew it was where Chris had proposed to you. And I just wanted to share some facts, and you can as well after. This winery is located in Napa Valley, California, and is known to be one of the most haunted wineries in America. Founded in 1876 by Jacob and Frederick Beringer, the winery was the first to be founded in Napa Valley and the first to allow public tours in 1934. Frederick built a home on the property named Rhine House, and it's supposedly the most active spot for paranormal activity. The home is a 17-bedroom Victorian mansion where Frederick and his family used to live. Since Frederick's death in 1901, there have been numerous reports of activity and a full-body apparition that is believed to be Frederick himself. Some incidents include shoved furniture, flying objects, footsteps heard descending the stairs, missing items that turn up at a later time in a different part of the home, unexplained noises, and doors opening and closing on their own. One night, two employees were cleaning on the first level when they heard a crash from above them in the founder's tasting room, which actually used to be Frederick's bedroom. They each took separate staircases to, and neither of them were passed by an intruder, but when they arrived in the room, they found a large silver tray had been flung across the room and broken stemware sprawled across the floor. People have reported to see Frederick's spirit roaming the halls and walking through walls. Now, I will transition this over to Cindy so she can share her experience. Chris proposed in front of this haunted Victorian home mm -hmm. because this man knows who I am. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, very old, very cute, wine, haunted vineyard, California, totally a vibe. Um, initially, from what his uh, family told me, was that, okay, so we were on a party bus, 
Um, and they, we got, we, we got to the vineyard late and he was originally going to do it in the cave. They have like a cave uh-huh. there. Um, but like, because we got there late, uh, he did have it as a plan B and it worked out. Like I would have preferred this over the cave. Yeah. Um, when, you know, so even though the cave is supposedly haunted as well, but yeah, there's a, there was a lot of activity, uh, I didn't witness anything. No one on the, you know, in our in our group party witnessed anything. But I feel like emotions were high. You know, we were a little tipsy at that point. So, yeah. you know, we just weren't really paying attention. But I would love to go back one day and investigate it um, because it is a special place. Uh, and I have total respect for, for that place. And, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it is really, really beautiful. Like, I saw the pictures, and I would love to go, too. But those are my stories and the reasons why I picked them for this research topic. I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and... Where the hell is Gabriella? (laughs) I've been here. I just muted myself. So for today's episode... I am reading, um, the title is Shadow Creature. Hello all, my name is Mario and I am a paranormal investigator. I have only been at this since last July and have yet to experience all the oddities that the paranormal has to offer. But I have experienced enough and know enough about the paranormal to classify my own findings. That being said, I am very confused, disturbed, and curious about a recent event that I encountered this past weekend. I attended a paranormal investigation event at the Joseph Felipe Winery in Rancho Cacamanga, California. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. The evening had its fair share of weird disembodied voices, footsteps, light anomalies, and even some random apparitions. Not ready to say any of these have definitive proof of existence as I have not fully reviewed my recordings and I investigate with a level of skepticism. All those occurrences aside, the one unknown oddity of the evening has left me rather disturbed as to what I witnessed lurking in the shadows of the Elena house, the last area we investigated that night. Let me preface this discovery by stating that while I did see this shadowy creature slash being with my own eyes, my fiancé saw this thing as well. We kept quiet about it while leaving the building, only stating that we both saw something in there, but not elaborating on what we saw so as not to influence our own descriptions of what we saw. As we exited the area, the other various people in our group walked by when suddenly a lady from our group with her with her guests, pulled us aside and began to recount her happenings within the Elena house as we were investigating. She described hearing, near the end of the investigation, sounds of someone walking around behind her in the empty room. Please keep in mind the building is undergoing reconstruction and there are no residents in the house. All that stands are wooden beams and door slash window frames. She also described hearing the sound of heavy breathing and said she felt that whatever was there was pushing down on her soul. Those were the words she used. She appeared very disturbed and unnerved by the event. We both agreed we had seen something in the house, but did not describe anything in the hesitation, 
mainly due to being dumbfounded by what I saw. Agree to sketch out a drawing of the entity it is so imprinted in my mind that I had to share this experience to see what people think. Hopefully someone else can see Hopefully someone else has seen something similar to what I've seen and can share their experience as well. What I saw was a dark, shaded figure lurking in the darkness just behind our group. We had a group of about 15 people centered in one room in a circle. The creature had elongated, muscular arms and legs with longer than normal fingers and toes, accompanied by longer fingernails. Despite its muscular limbs, the torso was rather emaciated to the point that the outline of its ribs I put quotes because I am not so certain this thing was ever human enough to constitute a rib cage were visible its head had large hollow empty and dark eye sockets there were small empty nostril slits on its face where a nose would be if it was human shockingly the most odd deformity of its of this creature was its mouth it wasn't even really a mouth it was like this elongated, drooping jaw with what looked like melting clay with empty spaces in between. It moved in around it moved in around in the shadows, just a few feet away from the group, swinging its limbs as it walked like it was striding in a pacing manner. It truly disturbed me. As the days have passed, I have been questioning what it is that I saw. Like I said, I investigate as a skeptic. So I try to debunk what I can with plausible. I tr so I try to debunk what I can when plausible. I could chuck I could chalk this up to the darkness playing tricks on my mind, but there were two other people that saw the same thing I did. How is that even possible? Why would we all see the same thing and have it be a figment of our imaginations? It doesn't make sense. I could only hesitantly conclude that what I saw was some type of shadow creature. Generally, I have understood that shadow creatures don't necessarily take any specific form. If this was a shadow creature slash figure, then it would make sense that its chosen form was this weird creature. Has anyone else experienced anything like this? I am trying my best here to keep some semblance of reality, but cannot make a definitive decision on what it may be. I can only classify this as paranormal thoughts and that is the story of the shadow creature that is so freaking creepy that description of what they saw i like like oh i don't know i don't like, even know just the pacing. I, I try not to i try not to judge because i'm like <clears throat> if this was real there's no way i would have ran and blah 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 you know but like i he, it, it, the description is so vivid and it's very detailed that I can't help but to believe this, these people. No, know? 100%. And there's 15 of them. Uh, what he said about like shadow figures, t you know, manifesting in whatever forms they like makes sense. I've never heard that before, but that makes a lot of sense. Because ultimately, you think that they are trying to, uh, you know, create fear. Yeah. And yeah, that's scary. I would definitely be, you know, more scared of a shadow creature than a shadow man. <clears throat> oh, a hundred percent. Because the it's just like I ag I agree. You can, it can it can take anything. That's scary. I don't want I don't want that. <laughs> like, what do you mean? 
Where was this? Where was this at again? Yeah, where was, were they doing? Um, what part? It was, what winery? I'm sorry. Well, the tour was act. It was at the Elena house. Hold up. Joseph Felipe Winery and Rancho Cucamonga, California. What? I've never Cucamonga. Heard of this. I hope I, if I <clears throat> pronounce anything, my apologies. It's all good. Okay. I've heard of Cucamonga. Um, yeah. Like, where is it? Weird. Like where? California. In California? Okay. No, no shit. But where? In California? I don't know. Maybe close <laughs> to Napa, where you don't know where that is either. That's true. Yes. <laughs> True, true, true. Okay. That's a really creepy experience. Didn't expect anything like that to be happening around the winery. So my story is actually a little different because it's not in California. You know, California is known for their winemaking. But mine is actually in Missouri. (laughs) That's kind of random. Middle of the country, but... Uh, this is called, I saw a shadow person during a paranormal investigation. So this past weekend, my girlfriend and I got the chance to take part in a paranormal investigation at the Belvoir Winery in Liberty, Missouri. This is a pretty well-known location for the paranormal, as it was featured in an episode of Ghost Adventures and is considered one of the most haunted locations in the state. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. The history of the place is pretty amazing and complex. In short, it is used to be called it used to be called the Odd Fellows Home, and it served as an orphanage, nursing home, and hospital. It also included a morgue, and on the outskirts of the grounds is a cemetery. The only building that's still maintained is where the orphanage used to be, and it currently serves as the main building for the winery itself. I highly recommend looking up the history so you can get a more detailed idea of this huge property. Anyway, this was my first ever time tagging along with a paranormal investigation team. They had all all the equipment and plenty of experience here. We were still split into five separate groups, and each group could investigate a different building. Then after about an hour, we would rotate. The entire event lasted from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. The actual investigations were pretty interesting. Our first stop was the morgue. My girlfriend and I brought our own flashlights, and the guy leading our tour, our group, advised us to turn them off and set them in various locations. Several members of the group did the same thing. After some time asking questions and using an Echovox, which I'm not entirely convinced it is a legitimate, w- legitimate way to connect spirits. Several of our flashlights turned on by themselves, including my own that I brought from home. The bulb would grow brighter and dimmer and flicker on its own. It even would flash in accordance with some of the questions we were asking. It was unreal and honestly unnerving. This happened at every location we investigated, and apart from that, I didn't experience any other oddities aside from some phantom smells and overpowering emotions in certain areas. This is where it gets interesting. In between investigations, my girlfriend wanted to run to her car to grab her purse because she wanted to buy one of the t-shirts the investigation crew was selling. 
On her way to the car, on her way to the car, she stopped dead in her tracks and said, Whoa, I just saw a person over there. I turned to look where she was looking. There was a car parked in front of the main building and she said it was standing by the car. I didn't see anything and whatever she saw had vanished as she turned to get a better look. We kept walking. She turned around again and saw it a second time. Now I was getting a little nervous. I asked her to try to take a picture of the car. She pulled out her phone and took a photo. As her camera flashed, I clearly saw the shadowy silhouette of a man. The figure was angled so that I saw the profile of the face, so no distinct details. The shape of the head, shoulders, and torso. Once the flash of her camera stopped, it was gone. As soon as I saw it, it it too said, whoa. (coughs) As soon as I saw it, I too said, whoa. I I just saw something too. Was it to the right of the car? To which she said yes. We checked the picture, but she was too far to even get a clear image of the car. Later on, we tried to brighten it, but nothing out of the ordinary was in the image. I know what I saw, and it was my first ever sighting of a full apparition. There are many reports of shadow people spotted around the grounds of the property, and we just both happened to see the same thing in the same spot. Honestly, this was the most convincing evidence of the entire night, and it wasn't even part of the investigation. I feel as though all the other occurrences during the tour can be explained somehow except for this one. I tried taking several pictures of the car myself, but nothing shows up in any of them. It made the entire experience worth it. So shadowy figures are uh, making a comeback at wineries. Yeah, I was going to say I love how there's like a common theme going on. Yeah, that is, uh, that's wild. Like, you know, I've been on investigations, uh, you know, a year ago, this time a year ago, like literally a year ago today, I was in Savannah doing an investigation and same thing, like the equipments will go off and things like that will happen. And, and like, you try to reason with it, like, oh, there must be an explanation. But like when you witness something with your own eyes and you're, you know, and your partner or whoever's there with you sees it as well. Like that's pretty crazy. Yeah. And that's, that's what, the best evidence. That's what like what, when we went on the investigation in Gettysburg, it's like everything you try to debunk, you know what I'm saying? And absolutely. <laughs> it's like, I kind of want to experience something, but I also don't because that's really scary and I'd rather not, you know, that's why I'm scared of your house, Cindy. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god, it's fine. <laughs> um, um, wait. I think it's just funny, Andrea, that you say that. But when we went to Gettysburg, you were so ballsy. I feel like I've never. I was like, "Who is this? This is not my little sister." Because you're like, "Hello, ghosties with the ghosties. yeah." But I'm that here. was because like, I was something. like, "You were trying, ballsy." I was trying to get my money's worth, bitch. I wanted to fucking experience something. She's like, "I pay for nah, nah, nah." <laughs> this motherfucker better touch me. <laughs> she was. She also had a couple of drinks in her. I did. I felt the. I felt yes, the power. I remember at dinner, you were you were really feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> And I do think there's a correlation with the spirits and spirits. You know what I mean? Like, if we're tipsy or, like, under the influence, um, 
I don't know. Like that, that, I don't know. Maybe because it becomes like a portal. Brain, <laughs> a, a brain, like, to, you know, puts his guard down or something, or we're just naturally more relaxed, you know, when you're quote unquote under the influence or tipsy, or whatever, like you're, you know, you're relaxed, you're a little happier or whatever, you know, you just open more. So I can definitely see the correlation between being able to witness paranormal happenings in a vineyard if you've been drinking. Interesting. I actually never thought of it like that. So it's yeah. kind of like when you're drinking, you, you're you not actually, but it's like a way you can open up your third eye type of shit. Right. And I know we mentioned like um, drugs and all of that. It's like the same thing, you know, in yeah. previous episodes. Um, it's like the same thing. I feel like the, uh, there's a little bit in in wine and spirits that makes you. That's why it's called spirits. Huh. Uh, spirits. <laughs> All very, right, sissy. Very just a theory, though. I like that. I'm going to go fill up my wine glass and go watch a scary movie. I'm going to go crochet. <laughs> That's all I ever do. I'm gonna work, take a no, picture of your of your tree and put it on, or at least send it to me, and I'll put it on the podcast. Your tree. IG. Uh, oh, you missed this part. I didn't. I came home for. I came back from my trip and uh, Chris and Braylon. It's actually really good. Not gonna lie. I. Oh, that's so cute. And a Christmas, not a Christmas, it's a tree. A Halloween tree, that's cute. Brella, tell us where they can find us. Um, Yeah, please rate and review us. You can check us out on Instagram and TikTok. Um, Please keep up to date. We post some amazing stuff um, on our stories and regular posts. As I stated before, please check us out to listen and rate and review on Apple's podcast and Spotify. And tune in for the next episode, Boo. Well said, Sissé. Well said. Very good. Off we are. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Adios y vaya con Dios. Bye.